This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode of Our Fair City is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. Please enjoy the show. hearing the sounds of the Connecticut River Valley. Over the years, this rude cacophony of ungoverned flora and fauna has replaced the cold, austere tundra of snow and ice this land once was. What a loss. The tundra was barren, yes, but beautiful in its austerity. Water crystals formed and shattered, dunes of snow rose and fell, and no living thing dared mar its desolate cruelty. Just listen to it now. Do the insects contribute to some greater good? Does the grass grow for its own benefit, or that of the bowfine which grazes on it? Does it even know its purpose? Yes, there are living things here, but without purpose, what is life? Nothing but instinct, a series of reactions to local stimuli that serves nothing, not even oneself. I know my purpose, dear listener. 
if there is anyone to listen to this old man's words, my purpose is to return to the proud Heartlife Tower once again. Long years of exile have not dulled its memory, but I am old, dear listener, and when I am gone, that memory will be lost. Please, listen. Please, remember. I cannot see the proud walls of the tower on the horizon yet, but I believe it to be a three days hike to the south. I shall follow the river. It flows now, or I suppose flows again to the sea. And with that, I begin my journey. After a solid day's hike, I've made camp. The land I'm moving through is wholly unfamiliar. When I last passed through this area, I was able to make my way up the frozen river. That was easier on the knees than this hilly country. Ow! Now there's a creature, dear listener, that this world could do without. I've heard them called many names, but I'm sure you know them. A small, parasitic insect with a proboscis so razor-sharp that its sting cannot be felt. It raises... <clears throat> itchy welts behind. A small irritation, but an unpleasant one. And for what purpose? To sustain itself? To propagate its own species? But without these insects, who would suffer? What noble thing would be harmed if they simply vanished from the earth? Ow! And where did they come from anyway? There weren't any of them in the tower, and they certainly didn't live out on the tundra. But that's the truth about parasites, dear listener. You don't feel their sting until the damage is already done. They strengthen themselves by bleeding your resources, and they are always there, even when you don't know it. And worse, some of these parasites carry disease, crippling even fatal diseases. You never know which are merely irritants and which are deadly. Heartlife fell prey to such deadly parasites, working from within its walls, feeding off of its generosity until finally their disease spread from within. And like these insects, those ignoble parasites in human form brought down the noble body of the company for nothing, serving no higher purpose than to pursue their own animal impulses. All one can do is crush the ones you can see and be vigilant. Tomorrow is another day. I must rest. I've caught my first 
site of the tower. It still stands. I... I cannot see details, but the seat of heart life is intact. Perhaps there are still... Just as a worker escalates an issue to their manager, and the manager decides whether and how to fix it, the pain is the body's way of telling the mind that there's a problem. My leg is broken. The, the pain is difficult. But like a good manager, it is my job now to overcome my body's objections and apply the solution that I know is best. I will pass the night here. There is water, and I will set and splint the bone in the morning. Rest assured, my journey is not over. Policies under Heart Life lived lives of sacrifice to the goals of the company, even unto death. This gave their lives purpose and meaning. For any who may listen to this in the future, I wish to be fully transparent so that my actions may serve as a, a model for a life lived for Heart Life. Fulfillment of one's purpose is paramount, even when it causes personal suffering. I will now set my leg so that I can continue my trek. without purpose is meaningless.
been several days since I recorded anything. The time has been difficult. My wounds still ooze, and the blood has attracted a, a wolf. He has stalked me by night, kept at bay only by my vigilance. I have not slept. Still, I must reach the tower. By day I march, and by night I keep watch against the beast. Fire has gone out. He is near. can describe its soaring elegance. Although its sweeping lines are broken by these trees growing around it, they have grown quite tall since my departure, but are still a pale mimicry of Heartlife's towering form. They can hardly diminish its grandeur. I've seen no indication of activity upon my approach. The tilled farmland that once surrounded the tower's base is so overgrown it cannot be distinguished from the wilderness around it, and the tower itself has been silent. But there must be someone inside. It's inevitable that those subversives living outside would have died out, they did not have the company to guide them, but inside the tower, heart life must endure. I've brought a signal flare. Hello? Hello? No answer, but I'm, I'm right here at the door to the old dead disposal bay. And it's still open. This is policy number 5696, Theta-6. Reporting for work assignment. If anyone is listening, I am entering the tower as an authorized policy. vehicles stored here, big ones, for hauling and tilling the earth. They're gone, departed, dismantled. Someone inside will know. Ah, this door will take me there. It's 
this area has been condemned. The tower cannot possibly be abandoned. The atrium is ahead. There will be people there. single policy, no mole person, not even a working computer terminal. I heard a noise and I thought I'd found someone down on deck A, but it was, it was only a family of rodents, the normal kind. It doesn't make any sense. Everywhere I go, I find filing cabinets full of records, conference tables set with notepads and pens, even some residences with the beds still made. What could have happened? What could have happened? This cannot be my purpose, to have come so far only to find an empty tower, to die here in the shell of my once great company. It simply cannot be. My life has meaning. Perhaps the company was forced to relocate, or perhaps they are underground beyond one of the cave-ins where I cannot reach. I can think of only one way to find out. <sighs> the Department of Memory records everything that happens in heart life. If it is intact, perhaps the answers will be there, and if not, perhaps there will be a certain satisfaction that comes from dying at one's post. It is all any policy can hope for. It's all here, and it's working. The Department of Memory has an independent power supply, and it is all still working. My workstation, my recordings, even the true dramatizations of our fair city I created so long ago. It's all here! I can continue the work. I can start again from where I left off. The story of Heartlife's fall will be recorded for future generations. It will inspire them to reform and revitalize Heartlife. The company will live again through me. It's here somewhere, I know it. I, uh, there! Tonight's broadcast is brought to you at last by the company you depend upon for all of your greatest needs. Heart Life. 
these stories are true dramatizations from our fair city's glorious history. So listen and remember, heart life, all the life you'll ever need. My name is Foster Livy. I am the last policy of the Heart Life Corporation. Join me for this final chapter in our story as we discover together the truth behind the company's fight against subversive elements from within its own ranks and learn what became of our fair city. Loyal Policies. This is Heartlife executive producer Jeffrey Gardner. Welcome back to Our Fair City. We're so glad you've joined us for the final season of Our Fair City. I think this is some of our artists' best work yet, and I can't wait for you to hear it. I'm also very excited to share that we are hard at work on Heartlife NFP's next flagship production. Expect to hear more about that in the coming months here, and get a behind-the-scenes look by becoming a patron of Heartlife NFP on Patreon at patreon.com slash heartlifenfp. I want to give a special shout-out to one of our manager-level patrons, Alex Kopel. Thank you so much for your support, Alex, and also for your excellent taste in literature. Thank you so much for listening, and as always, we'll see you in the tunnels. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.